It makes me feel very, very old. Very, very old. Baby, happy belated birthday. God bless you so much. I pray that the Lord will do wonders in your life. I pray that the Lord shall lift you up. I pray that the Lord shall exalt the horn of, of your anointing. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you so much. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. From verse 1 through 10. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. There was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Verse 2. Now, there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five pillars. Well, with me, I'm going to be sharing a lot of deep things tonight. Now, there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool follow carefully jesus was going up to jerusalem because there was a feast of the jews and the bible said there was or there is in jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool which is called in hebrew bethesda having five pillars or five porches now what is this sheep gate and where is it and how come they are calling it the sheep gate nehemiah chapter 3 the verse number one nehemiah chapter 3 the verse number one nehemiah chapter 3 the verse number 1 help me god sorry nehemiah chapter 3 verse 1 then eliashib the high priest rose up with his brethren the priest and built the sheep gate so this is how come we have the sheep gate in john chapter 5 verse 2 the sheep gate was built by nehemiah and the priests of his time many years prior the accounts given in John chapter 5 verse 1 and the Bible said they built the sheep gate they consecrated the sheep gate and they hung its doors 
why was it necessary to consecrate the sheep gate because the sheep gate was connected to the sheep market before sacrifices were made in the temple people would buy sheep and other livestock in the sheep market and they will they will carry or they will bring the sacrifice through the sheep gate into the temple follow carefully the sheep market was on the outside of the wall of the city so the people whenever they were going to make sacrifices they would buy the sheep or they would buy the livestock that they were going to sacrifice and they will bring the sacrifice through the sheep gate into the temple follow carefully so the bible said the priest consecrated the sheep gate so back to john chapter 5 verse 2 the bible said now there is in jerusalem by by the sheep gate follow carefully I'm painting a picture here the people go and buy the sheep or the animal and they will drag the animal through a gate in the wall and so they call that gate the sheep gate why because they brought the animals through that gate so they called it the sheep gate and the Bible said by the sheep gate was a pool by the sheep gate was a pool. God. On the outside of the wall, there was a pool. A pool. A pool. A pool. The sheep gate represents the gateway to worship and sacrifice the sheep gate emphasizes the importance of offering and devotion in your spiritual life and in the christian community as a whole the sheep gate reminds readers of the centrality of worship and the rituals associated with the temple in the spiritual life of the people during the his historical period the sheep the sheep gate the sheep gate the sheep gate and the bible said by the sheep gate was a pool when we talk about a pool we are talking about water that is not moving we are talking about stagnant water this pool was formed as a result or this pool was collected as a result of rain stagnant water say in future you know say in future some places whenever it rained the water would just 
be gathered in a particular area or a particular place. Those of you who live in Accra, you know what I'm talking about. That is what we call a pool. Follow carefully. And the Bible said, on the outside of the wall by the gate, the ship gate was a pool, which meant that whenever it rained, it formed a pool by the gate. This is not any supernatural thing. No. This is just a common stagnant water that is collected because of the rain. There is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda. Bethesda. Now the name Bethesda is of Hebrew hebrew origin which means house of mercy or house of grace <laughs> god now i want you to think about this critically i i have already established the facts that i'm not going to be shouting tonight so follow carefully because i am going to teach a lot of deep things that i need you to grasp to learn to unlearn and to build up yourself listen carefully in Seattle every time that it rains in Accra in Seattle a lot of places it wasn't any different in the days of john and the bible said the same thing happened and water was collected on the outside of the wall and the the people started calling that pool in Sophina a tie huddle the people started calling the pool bethesda which means house of mercy or house of grace meanwhile the ship gate was supposed to be the gateway to worship the gateway to sacrifice but whenever the people reached the gateway to worship and the gateway to sacrifice they will stop by the dirty water on the side of the pool and they will begin to lie by it i am not preaching yet i am building my point so instead of the people to enter through the gate to get to the to the temple to the place of worship to the place of sacrifice they would rather stay on the outside of the city wall so the sick people were no longer going into the presence of god they stayed by the dirty water they stayed on the outside of the wall they stayed on the outside of the city so they called the name of the pool the dirty water they called the name bethesda house of mercy or house of grace 
This is the problem that I have discovered with a lot of believers today. Instead of the people to enter into the presence of God, they would rather stay in the background, they would rather stay on the outside of the city and rename the pool that is there that has no spiritual significance and would expect God to use that dirty water to transform their lives instead of the people to enter into the presence of God into the church of God to come and hear the unadulterated word of God they would rather stand on their side to commune with some prophets who, do, who have not even fully aligned themselves with God just because of the prophecies they want to hear just because of some things they want to hear they would never enter into the presence of God, but they will stay on the side. And expect God to use the dirty water to transform them. Are we together now? Is somebody learning? I am so building my point, so follow carefully. Follow carefully. This is what is happening in the current church. These days, the people do not want to encounter God. The people are looking for only or just a miracle. The people are looking for just a testimony. The people are looking for just a deliverance. The people are looking for something that will make them comfortable, something that will make them happy, something that will massage their ego, but they truly do not want to encounter God. Work with me. Tonight I'm going to take it slow like this. But follow carefully. I have very important things that I need you to learn. I am speaking on the issues of life and I want to take my time to break down why there are even issues of life in the first place. Selma, are you here? Gloria, are you here? Why is it that these days everybody has an issue? Why is it that these days everybody has a problem? Why is it that these days everybody is going through something? This is why. 
we no longer want to encounter God. We no longer want to come into the rest of God. We no longer want to come to the place of worship, the place of power, the place of sacrifice, the place of transformation. We just stand on the outside of the church, on the outside of the city, on the outside of the atmosphere, and we will stay there and will place our trust in that dirty water there. Dirty water. Dirty water. Dirty water. John chapter 5, verse 3. Give me the King James Version. John chapter 5, verse 3. Give me the King James Version. In these lay a great multitude. Underline the word or the phrase great multitude. In these lay a great multitude. This is the reason why everybody has an issue in this life. You see, I love to go to the, um, to the genesis of things to explain and to break down why we have issues in this life today. And it has become a norm for people to have issues in life. Because if you do not have issues in life, it is even considered abnormal. But having issues in life was never the will of God. In these lay a great multitude. In these issues lay a great multitude which means that not everybody has an issue in life please listen to this what i am sharing with you might not make sense but please listen to me not everybody has an issue in this life there is no record in the bible that says that jesus had an issue in this life there is no record in the Bible that says some certain people in the Bible had issues in life. There is no record in the Bible that says Enoch had an issue in life. There is no record in the Bible that says certain people. Are you hearing me? Having issues in life is not a norm and it is not the will of God and it is not normal just in case you thought it was ordinary. <laughs> I am trying to make you see why we have issues in this life. Yes, I am a man. Yes, I am a man of God. Yes, I also have issues. Why? That is what I am trying to explain. Breezy has issues, Rhoda has issues, Paul has issues, Esther has issues. Why? That is what I am trying to explain. Selma has issues. Why? That is what I am trying to explain. 
The reason we all have issues today is because we are okay with the level we are and we are okay with the dimension we have seen. We are okay with the encounters we have had. Nobody wants more anymore and nobody wants the deep things anymore. Everybody is now comfortable with the pool of Bethesda. Everybody is now comfortable with the moving of the waters. Everybody is now comfortable with just testimonies. Everybody is now comfortable with just miracles. It was never the will of God for his people to have miracles. The actual will of God was for his people to dwell under his blessing. But these days everybody is praying for a miracle. I am leading you to pray for miracles. Pastors are praying for miracles. Members are praying for miracles. Why? Because we now have issues of life. Because we do not want to enter into the place of sacrifice, into the place of worship, into the place of rest. We are comfortable with the dirty water on the outside of the city, the pool of Bethesda. You can pray for two hours a day. Who told you that is all you need? Who told you that is enough? For an example, I read the scriptures two hours for two hours every day. There is no record or there is no standard given in the Bible that says reading the Bible for two hours is enough. But I am comfortable with the level I am and I am okay with what I am doing. And that is why I have issues in this life. Matura dagata badadosh. Madimorakadimarata. Jesus didn't have issues. He didn't. Madura kadimarakadabadadosh. My domerica dimarandos kipande paradosh. Because Jesus always wanted more. He always wanted to go deep until we get to the place where we are equally yoked with God. You can never escape the issues of life. In this lay a great multitude of impotent folk. All the issues of this life. Every single one of them falls within one of these four categories that I am going to talk about. Write this down. Take your notebooks. Write this down. In these issues lay a great multitude of impotent folk. Impotent folk. The first category of people that have issues they are called the impotent folk listen every issue you you will ever encounter in this life falls within one of these four categories number one impotent folk number two blind number three halt number four wizard these four issues are the four categories that encompasses all the issues of this life have you ever heard somebody say 
man of God, I am going through a lot. That statement and what the person is going through falls within one of these four categories. Impotent folk, blind, halt, wizard. In this lay a great multitude of impotent folk. The Bible didn't say in this lay all the people of the earth. No, the Bible said in this lay a great multitude, which means that yes, the numbers are numerous, but not everybody falls within these categories. <sighs> which means that you can live an issue free life is that what your bible is saying in these issues lay a great multitude of people understand the bible didn't say in this lay all the no 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 not all the people of the earth who a great yes the numbers are huge most of the people have issues but not everybody does have an issue a great multitude a great multitude but not all a great multitude but not all if you can take this message seriously and receive the revelation of this message i can assure you that very soon your mistakes shall be shall be few very soon the issues you will have in your life shall be down to naught i am telling you Let me tell you something and this is a testimony i have made so many mistakes in my life but as i started learning and learning and learning i can assure you my mistakes have been very few since i learned these things <laughs> you might not be perfect but your issues can be very limited your mistakes can be very few every issue you shall ever encounter in this life falls within one of these four categories number one impotent folk number two blind number three halt number four wizard type it in for me one impotent folk two blind Three, halt. Four, wizard. One, impotent folk. Two, blind folk. Three, halt folk. Four, wizard folk. <laughs> Somebody's wondering, what is this man of God saying? Just hold your fire. I said tonight, I'm going to take it very slowly, very calmly. So work with me. Impotent folk, blind folk, hard folk, and the withered folk. Every issue, whether it was a spiritual attack, whether it was an issue of lust, whether it was somebody that tried to rape you, no matter what the issue is, it falls within one of these four categories. Why do 
the great multitude of people have these issues because the bible said they are waiting for the moving of the dirty water is somebody learning something why do you have issues of this life because you are waiting you yes you you are waiting for the moving of the dirty water and somebody's wondering a man of god but what dirty water are you referring to that dirty water i am referring to is the standard you have set for yourself i've prayed for one hour today is okay i've fasted this week is okay i've done this it's okay you are waiting for the moving of the dirty water that is why you have issues in this life you are waiting for your spiritual father to tell you why are you not catching up why are you not joining service why are you doing this why are you going out with this person because you are waiting you you are waiting for the moving of the dirty water and that is why you have issues in this life the dirty water represents the standards that people the great multitudes of the people have set for themselves I've released an offering of 2,000 cities. I've released an offering of 200 cities. So it is enough. That ideology is why you and I have issues in this life. (laughs) The Bible said, the pool of Bethesda, or the dirty water the people renamed it bethesda which means house of mercy or house of grace the church is there waiting for them but they have renamed the dirty water god is waiting for you to manifest your glory but you have renamed your standard you are saying man of god these days i am on fire that is the bethesda you have given to your standard the name you are calling your your standard man of god i am on, I, I am on fire why are you on fire because you are able to pray every midnight one hour you are fun the bible said we are supposed to rise to the measure and the stature of christ jesus that is the standard jesus is the standard not the number of hours you can pray not not the amount you can give until your standard is on the level of jesus please you will always have issues in this life impotent folk first category of people with issues impotent folk impotent folk are unfruitful people somebody is thinking oh but man of god i'm fruitful man of god i'm fruitful man of god i'm fruitful listen when the bible talks about impotent folk the bible is not referring to people who cannot give birth because there are thousands and millions of people who have given birth and yet they are part of the impotent folk the impotent folk are unable to take effective action they are helpless and they are powerless 
they know that what their boss is doing is not right they know that what their colleagues are doing are not right but these people are unable to take the effective action they are unable to confront them or to do the right thing they are unable to tell them please stop this is not the way to go about it the bible calls these people impotent folk these people that fall within the category of impotent folk they lack power they lack strength they lack vigor impotent folk these people are helpless this is a very dangerous way to live in this life these people lack the willpower to make the right choices they lack the inner tenacity to, to, to even speak the truth they lie about every single thing impotent folk that is why you are always having issues in this life impotent folk impotent folk you know it is time for service you know you are supposed to be praying with us you know you are supposed to be fasting with us you know you are supposed to be standing in prayer and you are leaving because you are hungry you are leaving because you are you are weak you are leaving because your, your legs are hurting when people are standing in the presence of god you are going away why because you are feeling cold why because you are not feeling yourself why because you are not in a good mood why because you don't have money impotent folk they just cannot do the right thing i have asked all the pastors to be here during our global our sunday global service and as a pastor you know you must be here your ability to make the right choices is what delivers you out of this particular issue of this life your inability to follow this simple instruction is what pushes you as part of the people the bible refers to as impotent folk every sunday you know we are here you are a member you know you must be here you must develop the ideology that being here is a must being here is a must being here is a must yes it is not compulsory but it is a must why because you know it is your duty if truly you are part of us it is your duty to be here people these days cannot just do the right thing this money is not for you so you know you you must not touch it this thing is not yours you know you must not touch it touch it this person does not belong to you you know you are not supposed to be doing some things with them you know your inability to do these things is what pushes you as part of the people the bible refers to as impotent folk 
impotent folk. And that is why you have those issues. Because you touched what you weren't supposed to touch and they brought a curse on you. You slept with somebody you weren't supposed to do that with. And that is why you have a particular issue and you are still dealing with it. You went to some places you weren't supposed to go to. And that is why you are dealing with some spirits today. Do you understand these things? You are not praying when you are supposed to. And that is why the devil has overwhelmed you. You are too lazy. You are too comfortable. You are too okay with your standard. You are too okay with your likes. You are too okay with your position. The Bible calls these people impotent folk. Impotent folk. Impotent folk. These people are not growing. These people are not multiplying. These people do not have dominion. These people cannot do the right thing. Impotent folk. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 the Bible says so God created man in his own image in the image of God he created him male and female he created them God didn't create man male and female with issues when God created men there were no issues attached how can we have issues today that is because of verse 28 genesis chapter 1 verse 28 the bible said then god blessed them and god said to them be fruitful and multiply your inability to be fruitful and to multiply is what makes you an impotent folk impotent folk why because you are not fruitful why because you are not multiplying your ministry is not growing your program is not growing your life is not growing your spiritual life is not growing your destiny is not growing your prayer life is not growing your commitment is not growing your giving is not growing your sacrifice is not growing that is why you are part of the impotent folk the Bible said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it until there is a filling of the earth. You will never be able to subdue that earth. Until there is the filling of a ministry, you will never be able to subdue that ministry. Until there is, there is the filling of a job, you will never be able to subdue it. Until there is a filling of your spiritual life, you will never be able to subdue it. And that is why many of you still do not have control over your own spirits. You do not have any control over your own flesh. You go where your flesh leads you. Why? Because you cannot fill up that flesh. You need to be able to fill up your flesh with every part of your spirit that you can take dominion of your feet. You can take dominion of your knees. You can take dominion of your waist. You can take dominion of your chest. You can take dominion of your neck. You can take dominion of your head. Follow carefully. Now let me explain. Madaka Madu Maraka 
if you teach dominion of your feet it means that it is not anybody that you will follow because we are able to follow in the steps of other people by the reason of our feet those of you who do not have control over your own feet you, you listen you wouldn't be able to follow the right people to follow the right directions to follow the right doctrines your feet you have no control over your feet so you go wherever you stand wherever you do whatever you cannot make a simple decision that i will not i will not walk in this i will not walk in this example i will not listen to these people i will not run with these people i will not be friends with such people you do not have any control over your feet some of you do not have any control over your own knees your knees you cannot control your own knees and as a result of that you are unable to stand firm the reason a person is supposed is able to stand straight and stand upright is because of their knees some of you cannot stand firm in anything you cannot stand firm in anything you cannot stand firm in anything you know that this ministry is blessing your life and yet you cannot stand firm in your commitment you cannot stand firm in your consistency you cannot stand firm in your tithing you cannot stand firm in anything you are just there you do not have any control over your waist your waist so as a result of that you are drawn to anything and you are drawn to anyone when men ask me out i can't say no when women ask me out i can't you you, you are you, you, important folk important folk you have zero control of your own waist and that is the reason why lust has taken full charge of your life issues of life somebody say control your waist somebody say control your waist your waist is what brings balance to your body your waist brings balance 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 so anybody that doesn't have the ability to control their waist you do not have you have zero balance you are off balance you are drawn to anybody drawn to any girl drawn to any man you can't control your waist your life is off balance see the people who sleep around every day see how their lives are their lives completely out of balance cannot control your chest cannot control your heart cannot control your shoulders you cannot control your neck you cannot control your head cannot even think straight you cannot even make up your mind about things you are so indecisive you cannot even make up your mind that I will make sure that i will always be doing this for the lord i'll make sure that i will always serve the lord in this or that manner 
you cannot even make up your mind today you are on tomorrow you are off today you are on tomorrow you are off today you are on tomorrow you are off and that is why your life is full of issues impotent folk you can never subdue anything that you cannot feel you can never hear me take dominion of anything that you cannot feel if you want to take dominion in your home then you must have the ability to fill your home your presence must fill your home your spiritual life must fill your home your prayers must fill your home when you come to my home i know that when i pray by the reason of my prayers there are things that happen spiritually and even physically manifest in my home and because i am able to fill my home with my prayer the lord has now endowed me with the ability the capacity and the authority to take dominion in my own home you will never be able to feel or you will never be able to dominate a place that you cannot feel or a room that you cannot feel when you stand you must stand firm in your own home you are even afraid to stand in some places of your home at certain times because there are some some parts of some people's homes that they do not go there because you are not talking to your mom you cannot enter your mom's room because you do not respect anybody you cannot enter into your parents room you cannot step foot in your own parents room why because you do not respect and as a result of that you cannot fill the house and once you cannot fill the house you will never be able to take dominion impotent folks have dominion over the fish of the sea even the little fishes in the sea the lord said have dominion which means that the little issues or the little things that come up in your family you must have dominion you do not care about anything you do not care you, you are not even talking to your own siblings you will never be able to take dominion in your own home i've met people who do who, are, who have not spoken to their own siblings that they are living with for years they have never spoken to them have dominion over the little fishes even the little things you know everything that is going on make it a point that you are going to learn about it why is this happening here why is this happening there until you know you cannot take dominion if you do not know that something has been buried in your home how do you dominate then how do you overrule it then how do you take charge then over the beds of the air the things that are buried are the fishes there are some things they are trying to cover it up you must learn these things you must know these things when you find yourself in your community you must learn these things when you find yourself in a group you must learn these things the things they are trying to cover up because the fishes are under the sea 
The only way that you will encounter a fish is to dive deep. Learn about the history of the ministry you are in. You want to be part of prayer life? You want to take dominion in prayer life? Learn about where we are coming from. Learn about what we have done. Learn about the deep things, the deep fishes, the things that are sealed up in the deep else you will never be able to take dominion and if a man of God ever wants to take dominion in a land the man of God firstly must have to dig up the things that are concealed and the things that are buried in deep in the land else you will never be able to take dominion in an area, in a territory in a ministry, it doesn't work that way This is a very deep thing that I'm sharing with you. This message might not be for everybody, but I'll still go on and preach it. If you are blessed by it, we thank God. If it doesn't seem to make sense to you, we thank God. After taking dominion over the fishes, the Bible said, take dominion over, over the beds of the air, which means that the Lord expects you to be far higher than the level of the beds. Do you understand? It means that you must be able to stand tall over the heights of the beds and the beds are in the skies. So the Lord is expecting you to be far higher than the heights of the, of the skies. There are some things that have been lifted up so high in our families that until you lift up yourself higher than that thing, you will always be a slave to that thing. There are some families being a drunkard is an issue that has been lifted up so high in the family. And until you are over that issue, you will never be able, you will never be able to deal with it. So you realize that those, the same things that your dad did, you begin to do the same thing. The same things that your mom did, you begin to do the same thing. The same things that fought your parents, those same things begin to fight you. Why? Because the things that have been lifted high in the family, you are still lower than those things. You are still lower than those things. When the Lord is expecting you to be over the beds of the air, over the beds of the air, over somebody say over somebody say over from today you will not be under but you will be over from today you will not be under but you'll be over you will not be under any evil altar but you'll be over you will not be under any evil pillar but you'll be over you will not be under any spell but you'll be over i declare you shall be over i declare you shall be over i declare you shall be over i said tonight i'm not shouting so work with me and the bible said and every living thing that moves on the earth every living thing that moves on the earth pay attention to every single thing that goes on around you that is what the bible is saying pay attention to every single thing that goes on around you 
if you had paid attention to some of these things they wouldn't have stolen from you they wouldn't have undermined you they wouldn't have ignored you they wouldn't have looked down on you but when those things started you missed it which brings us to the second issue or the second category of issues in this life which is called the blind folk the blind folk the blind folk the blind folk are people who are unable to see the light when we talk about blindness we are not talking about people who cannot see blindness is when all you see is darkness <laughs> I said when we talk about blindness we are not only talking about people who cannot see you we are also talking about people who only see darkness do you know no matter how good your sight is when you find yourself in deep darkness your sight becomes useless do you know the blind folk are people without vision people without vision blind folk people without vision the blind folk are visionless they lack perception they lack awareness they lack judgment so can't you see that this man is not from God can't you see that this woman is not from God don't you see that this relationship is not taking you anywhere can't you see that God is with this man can't you see that God is with this woman you lack perception you lack awareness were you not aware when these issues started happening in your family how come you missed these things blind folk you lack perception you lack awareness you lack you lack judgment you cannot make the right decisions you cannot judge accurately can you not see can you not see can you not see that your future is hidden in this ministry can you not see that you have a future in prayer life can you not see that God brought the man of God your way for a purpose can you not see Blind folk. Blind folk. Blind folk. Blind folk. There are some people under the sound of my voice. All they see is darkness. All they see is bad news. All they see is troubles trouble every day another problem every day another trouble 
every day another tear every day another weeping every day another bad news all you see is darkness blindfold every day all you see are the tears of your mom all you see are the struggles that your parents are facing and their marriage is facing every day your mom is fighting your dad your dad is cheating on your mom your dad is fighting your mom every day there is friction in your home there is tension in your home all you see is darkness every day contention every day contention you cannot focus on anything you cannot have or set targets you cannot even meet your target you cannot fix your eyes on something you cannot fix your attention on anything every day you are weeping every day you are in tears every day you are sudden every day you are broken every day is another story every day you have no idea where you are going in this life even in the ministry you are doing you have no idea where you are going even the man of god you are serving you have no idea the future you have with him even the ministry you are serving in you have no idea you are so clueless you have no idea you don't know what to do with your life you don't know what to do with your destiny you don't know what to do with your calling you don't know what issues of life issues of life issues of life blind folk when you were 22 years you said let us give it some more time and then you turned 25 and you said let us give it some more time and you turned 27 you and you said let us give it some more time now you are 32 you are still saying some more time now you are pushing 35 and you are beginning to realize up till now you have never been in a stable relationship before up till now see how old you are now you still have never been in a stable relationship before now you are growing old it's true it's true blind folk your parents will come your your family members will come they will see you still living with your parents at your age and they will ask you hey are you still living in this house hey are you still living in your in this house are you still living with your parents up till now up until now you take money from your mother to shave your hair up till now your mother has to cook before you can eat up till now over 30 years old blind folk
you lack the ability to visualize that which you want to do you lack the ability to visualize the person you want to be you lack the ability to visualize the, the one you want to be blind folk blind folk blind folk first Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God God tries to communicate with you every day but because you do not have any working relationship with the spirit of God you are unable to capture you are unable to accept the things that come from the spirit and you even consider them foolishness we lead you to pray you consider it to be foolishness we lead you to fast you consider it to be foolishness we lead you to give you consider it to be foolishness and you cannot understand them because you you cannot discern the things that come from the spirit the person with the spirit makes judgment about all things the person with the spirit makes judgment about all things which means that you are expected by god by the reason of the holy spirit through the power of the holy ghost for you to be able to judge things appropriately judge things appropriately judge things circumstances situations appropriately but you lack judgment you lack awareness you lack perception everything is all jumbled up you are just there what can come can come this brings us to the third category of the issues of life it is called hold folk hold folk hold Hold folk. Hold folk. When we talk about the hold folk, we are talking about the people who have stopped moving. Somebody say stopped moving. Say stopped moving. Hold folk. The people who stop moving. The people who have stopped moving. The hold folk. When we talk about halt, when we talk about halt, we are talking about ending of a movement or a process. We are not talking about walking helter skelter. We are not talking about walking up and down. We are talking about moving on in this life. When the what you are wearing stops moving, what do you call it? You call it useless when the watch you are wearing stops moving what do you call it useless it can still be beautiful but useless it can still be glittering but useless 
it can still match up with your combination but useless because when we ask you what is the time the what is useless hear me a human being is never useless until they stop moving jk you are not useless until the day you decide i have stopped moving Thelma, you are not useless until the day you decide i have stopped moving hear me when people make that hard decision and they say i won't pray again people will say i won't give in church again people will say i won't give my tithes again people will say i won't do these things again and they stop moving and they think they are they are doing something against their pastor but little did they know that they are only making themselves useless is somebody here at all so a human being is never useless until he stops moving keep on moving in this life greatness comes out of intense process you will never be great in life until your process is intense sometimes it is difficult but we are asking you to pray it is difficult but we are asking you to join service it is difficult but we are asking you to fast it is difficult but we are asking you to come to Adulam. it is difficult but we are asking you to keep on giving keep on sowing seeds it is difficult but yes you must keep on doing it because the day you decide to halt that's the day you become useless I was speaking to Mr. Boche today. I was telling him, in a week, I've emptied my account twice. My brother knows this. In a week, I've emptied my account twice. I'm telling you, the things we preach, the things we preach, we don't preach them because we found a revelation. We preach them because we are living it. I am telling you, when it comes to me, everything I preach, I am living it. Just last week, I emptied all my accounts. My wife was there. My brother was there. I emptied all, all my accounts at Madina. Just a day after Adulam. Took everything. And I'm not talking about small money here. It's a lot of money. Which is far, far higher than someone's monthly salary. I'm telling you. Gave everything. Put it in an envelope, the Lord said, go and give it to the church. After doing it, the Lord said to me again, it's not done. You will come and do this again next week. You have no idea the price we pay for what you are seeing. You have no idea the things we suffer for what you are seeing. Today again, I was there. So today, the whole time at church, I was just quiet. Because every money I've ever gotten, the Lord said, bring it again. I was on a mountain, the Lord said, bring it again. Sunday, the Lord said, bring it again. <sighs> Emptied my account again. 
took it, took it, <laughs> sent it to the church again. And the Lord said, now you can go. I'm telling you. The Lord said, now you can go. Because the day you decide to halt is the day you become useless. The day you decide to stop praying is the day you become useless. The day you decide to stop joining services is the day you become useless. The day you decide to halt fasting, halt giving is the day you become useless. So when I hear people complaining, hey, you pray too much, you fast too much, you do this too much, you give too much, it means that that person is trying to kill you. The person is trying to make you useless. Render you useless. We cannot stop. We cannot halt. We must keep on going. I realized that last exactly one month now, last month, I asked you guys to, to, to give a thanksgiving offering. And nobody did it. Just one person. Just one person. All the people, about 46 people, nearly 50 people that joined the service. Just one person did it. Just my wife did it. Nobody else did a Thanksgiving offering. We are not doing this work for the money. But the day you decide to stop moving, halt, that's the day you become useless. Every month, those, you know, you know every month I'm on a mountain sowing seeds. So I'm telling you, praying, sowing seeds. It's not just, I don't just pray, I pray yes, but I sow a lot of seeds. Three days on a mountain, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I can minister for 11 hours. In three days, I can minister for 11 hours. I can stand and minister for six hours non-stop. From 11.40 in the morning till 6 p.m. in the evening. Just me alone. So when I'm telling you about what it means to pay the price. Do you know what it means to minister for six hours? 11.40. 12.40. 140, 240, 340, 540, invest in the lives of people all over Ghana because this is the, the our program on the mountain is called national all believers retreat oh if you do not know the program is called national all believers retreat so people travel from all over Ghana and they will come every prayer mountains all over all the regions all over Ghana and they'll come and I'm in charge of the program I'm in charge of the program minister to Hundreds of people of different backgrounds minister to them, bless them. And after that, I'm not done. I'll pray my personal prayers. I'll pray for you people. I'll pray for this ministry. And after that, I'm not done. I give intensively. I give intensively. The last time I went with one of my brothers, 
when we went, we were all happy, having fun, chilling, talking. By the time we were done, around a Friday evening, because we went on, on, on Wednesday, everybody's mood had changed. And then I asked him, what is it? He said, every money or all the money I had on me when I climbed the mountain, the Lord has asked me to give everything. It is not a comfortable process. It is not a comfortable process to stay connected to God always. Never stop moving. Never halt. Never end your process. Never stop praying. Never stop tithing. Never stop giving. Never stop fasting. Keep on doing it. Because your father does it. Your leader does it. And it works for me every day. Keep on doing it. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. Therefore we also, Paul said, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin so and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with perseverance let us run with perseverance let us run what is Paul saying keep on moving keep on moving keep on moving don't stop keep on joining the service don't stop keep on praying with us don't stop keep on joining midnight vigil don't stop keep on coming to Adulam don't stop keep Keep on giving your tithes. Don't stop. Keep on giving your seeds. Don't stop. Keep on fasting, praying, reading your Bible. Keep on, keep on, keep on. Let us run with perseverance. Because of time, I'll just jump to the fourth issue because I'm very exhausted. But I had to do the service. But let me speak on the fourth issue called with it, with it, with it. Somebody's type, somebody just type, yeah, grace, that's awesome. With that folk, just type in with that folk. Withered folk. When we talk about withered or the withered folk, we are talking about the people who are dry and shriveled. The people who are dry and shriveled. As a matter of fact, you begin to wither when you hold. You begin to wither when you hold. Some of us, because of something a man of God did to us in the past, something a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend did to us in the past, we decided we weren't going to do some things anymore. 
we decided we weren't going to do some things anymore. But the very moment you make that decision, that is the day you begin to wither. Those of you who do not know where I'm preaching from, I am preaching from John, the fifth chapter, verse one, two, and three. But my focus is on verse three. And these four categories of people that I'm dealing with, it's it's in the third verse john chapter 5 1 to 3 the third verse the third verse the third verse the king james version king james version dried and shriveled the people have become dry in this lay a great multitude of impotent folk of blind of halt wizard waiting for the moving of the water people have become so dry these days man of god i can pray man of god i come fast man of god i can do this man of god i can do that man of god and and these days the church has become full of complainers everybody is complaining everybody has something to say everybody has an issue why because the people are dry david said the anointed my head with oil and my cup runneth over why because he didn't need to wither he didn't need any part of dryness he didn't want to be dry I salute the presence of Apostle Jonathan. It's an honor to have you in the house here. Apostle Jonathan came to bless us during the anniversary conference this year. It was an awesome time. And I'm believing God that next year he will come again. I'm believing God that next year he will come again. I salute you, sir. God bless you so much. Everybody's complaining. Man of God this, man of God that, man of God this, that this is that, that this is this, and that is that. What is wrong with us? And, 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 and these days we are running a church with a dry congregation. Singers are dry. Worshippers are dry. Pastors are dry. Evangelists are dry. Prophets are dry. Choir masters are dry. Our finances are dry. How come we wouldn't run a church with long? You run a church with loans because the people are dry, they cannot manifest the glory of God. There is no part of the glory of God that causes people to become dry but because of our disobedience, because of our stubbornness, because of the challenging spirit we have developed in the church we are too dry we cannot even fulfill our purpose we are too dry we cannot even emanate the glory of god we cannot um, ah, we cannot reflect the glory anymore we are too dry 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 these days priest is not talking to rhoda rhoda is not talking to abna Abna is not talking to the next person. The next person is at loggerheads with the next woman. The next woman 
doesn't like the man in charge the man in charge is showing favoritism to this category of people what is wrong with us dry church dry members dry congregation dry atmosphere dry ministrations dry dry with that folk Romans chapter 12 the verse number 11 the NIV the Bible said never be lacking in zeal 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 listen I am a man I am your leader I'm your pastor I'm your man of God but I can say something to you that could break your zeal why because I am not perfect but the Bible said there is a need that you never lack in zeal make sure that your zeal is always up make sure that your zeal is always active make sure that your inner tenacity is always vibing and the bible said but keep your spiritual favor keep your spiritual favor the zeal the enthusiasm the the inner tenacity we feel should not be a replacement for our spiritual favor the fact that the youth is vibrant the fact that the youth is energetic does not mean that we must push aside spirituality in that zeal yes be enthusiastic yes but be spiritual yes with all the exuberance you must still keep your spiritual favor shouldn't we be spiritual in the church anymore shouldn't we sensitize ourselves to the spirit of god anymore or it's all about jumping and making noise i refuse to be the kind of leader that will walk you into the pool of Bethesda that you will misbehave and dirty yourself and after something comes through for you you will turn your back on God I refuse to be the kind of leader that will preach about miracles and testimonies at the expense of your spiritual life I refuse to be the kind of leader who will not teach you the right thing who will not teach you how to pray who will not teach you how to fast who will not teach you how to be committed and consistent with the things of God I refuse to be the leader who will not teach you how to give up and give well I refuse to be the kind of leader who will keep you from doing the right thing first Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 therefore my brothers and sisters stand firm let nothing move you they said this to you and so what they did this to you and so what you have been in pain and so what you have suffered this and that and that and so what you are going through personal issues and so what let nothing move you do you think i am preaching now because i don't have personal issues 
Oh God. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully, entirely, wholly to the work of the Lord. Hey, always, oh, not sometimes, oh. Those of you who are like, today I'll come, tomorrow I'll not. Today, I, today I can pray, tomorrow I cannot. Today I can give, tomorrow I cannot. Today, you are not fulfilling scripture. Which means you are not willing to fulfill your destiny. The Bible said, always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. The Bible said, and all the saints devoted themselves to the teachings of the apostles. So devoting yourself to the teachings of your man of God is also part of doing the work of God. Giving in support to the work of God is also part of doing the work of God. Following the instructions of your leader is also part of doing the work of God. Hear me. The, the, the word of truth must be preached. Always give yourselves fully to the work of God. Emphasis is on the two words. Number one, always. Number two, fully. Some of you are doing the work, but you are only doing it with 30% of your heart. Some of you are doing the work, but you are only doing it with 60% of your heart. Some of you are doing the work, but you are only doing it with just 10%. Who do you think you are kidding? Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. What a beautiful word. I know I'm preaching like an, like an evangelist today. But yes, I love it. I don't know if you do, but I do love it because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hear me. Everybody under the sound of my voice, always give yourselves fully, entirely, wholly to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hear me people. Last month, every month, the Lord said on the first Sunday of every month, we should do or we should take Thanksgiving offering. I said last month, Nobody did it. Just my wife did. Last month. And this is a record that we will never 
allow. This is an abuse and this is huge disrespect to the authority of Jesus Christ. That throughout the entire month, he has been blessing you on this same platform. And he said, once every month, he is giving you the chance to do a thanksgiving offering and you don't do it. I cannot accept this. I refuse to allow this to be a standard in this ministry. Today happens to be the first Sunday of the month of December. Hear me? Everybody under the sound of my voice, take a Thanksgiving offering throughout the month. You are saying, Lord, I thank you for what you have done for me. And release that Thanksgiving offering. Right now. Even if you don't have it now, you are saying within the week, I will do it, man of God. Are we together? Let me see you by hand if you are going to do it. Just let me see you by hand. There is no fixed amount. It's a Thanksgiving offering. I am not going to tell you do 100 cities, do 20 cities, do this. No. Let me see you by hand if you are going to do it. I see. I see. Let me see you by hand. Just let me see you by hand. Let me see you by hand. The mobile money number, somebody type it in for me. The number is 6252 five, 5302 five, 5302 is somebody typing it in thank you Venice. god bless you so much and the name is vincent chermatin the name is my name make sure you do the thanksgiving offering make sure you do the thanksgiving offering make sure you do the thanksgiving offering what kind of leader would i be if i would not let you do the right thing teach you to do the right thing please make it a point at least once every month on the first sunday of the month you are going to do a thanksgiving offering god bless you so much it's Mr. Botre here. I would like to pray for you. Mr. Botre, I would like to pray for you. Mr. Botre, is it here? So people, I've spoken on impotent folk. I've spoken on the blind. I've spoken on halt. And I've spoken on with it. 
every single issue that you will ever encounter in this life falls within one of these four categories I've, i believe i've been a blessing to you right who enjoyed the service at all i know today i wasn't shouting and all but i've taught a lot of things all right thank you very much mr botry let me pray for you sir i declare oh god that the heaven shall be opened for you as you have connected spiritually to to my ministry and as you have received me as your prophet i declare may the lord give you the prophet's reward in jesus mighty name from today, abundance of revelation shall be your portion. From today, visions of the night shall be your portion. From today, you shall encounter God even in higher levels. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray and I cast any curse of your bloodline and I nullify that curse and I avert the negative influence of that curse over your life and the life of your siblings the life of your siblings oh God I declare may the Lord establish a new covenant with you from this day let there be a record in the heavens that testifies of this truth and I declare from today you are out of the impotent folk you are out of the blind folk you are out of the hard folk and you are out of the wizard folk your head shall never lack oil the, the, may the lord be a light unto you unto your path and a lamp unto your feet i declare your eyes shall see good news and you shall live to testify of the goodness of the lord i stand in this same grace and i make mention of everybody under the sound of my voice in prayer and i declare may the lord stretch forth his eagle wings over all of you everybody under the sound of my voice is covered from now to the end of the year no calamity shall befall you no calamity shall come nigh thy dwelling no calamity shall ever meet you in jesus mighty name it is written that your seed shall meet the adversary at the gate by the reason of your thanksgiving offering today i pray when the devil tries to enter your gate the devil shall encounter your seed and he will turn back by the reason of your seed you shall succeed by the reason of your seed you shall succeed i bless you in every way and i lift you up may the lord exalt the horns of your anointing in jesus mighty name i pray i love you all god bless you so much make sure you do the thanksgiving offering god bless you
Bye bye. Are there any first timers here? First timers. First timers. God bless you guys so much. Bye bye.